Well, hello to you and welcome to the Light Post podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Minister Natalie Washington, and thank you so much for joining us again for another episode. On this episode, we are going to be talking about something that I know that you have done. I have done it too. We all do it. (laughs) We focus on can't. We don't focus on can. So today's topic is changing your focus from the can't to the can. Changing your focus from the can't to the can. All right. So listen, what makes us say we can't when God says we can? Why do we do that? Have you done that? Is is it the devil whispering in our ear that says, you know, he says you can't, but I says you can. Or, you know, he says you, you can, but I say you can't. Well, is it him or is it a lack of confidence? And, and hey, you know what? Since we asked that question, we may as well ask, who do we place confidence in the most? Is it God or ourselves. Hmm. If we are honest, most of us would have to say that most of the time it's ourselves. We have to be honest. Most of the time, we have more confidence in ourselves than God. If we can't see ourselves doing something, we say, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Nope. God says, yes, you can. We say, I can't do it. Nope, won't happen. I don't see it. I don't feel it. No, can't. How can we possibly say to our creator, ask yourself this, why do we even do it? You know, we actually have a lot of audacity. (laughs) We actually have a lot of audacity to say, I can't after God says we can. I'm going to take this topic and I'm going to address it from two angles. And this is the first angle. It's the angle of when God says we can do something, but we tell him that we can't. We have examples in the Bible where Abraham was told, you know, go, leave your countrymen, leave your family, leave everything practically behind And go to a place where I will show you, a land where I will show you. Abraham didn't say, I can't. He said, nothing really. He went. We have another example where Moses, Moses was told by God in the burning bush, go read about it in Exodus 3. And if you get a minute, go back to Genesis 12 and read about Abraham. And how he just went. He didn't know where he was going, but he didn't say, I can't. He just went. Moses, on the other hand, gave a lot of excuses for why he couldn't. God said, go. He said, I can't. In essence, that's what he was saying. I can't. I can't do it. God is telling him what to do. Obviously, you can If God says you can do something, how is it that we can say that we can't? 
He made us. Why do we do these things? Why do we do these things? It's really a good question. Our creator, who knew us from the beginning, in Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. He knew us and what we could do and what we would do. He has planned for us, plans for us from the day we were born, from before we were born. He knitted us. He knew us in the womb. He knew what life we would have. He put everything in us that we need for life and godliness. We already have it. He created us. We are fearfully and wonderfully made. I've just given off several scriptures there, but for the sake of time, I won't go into them, but go back and read Psalm 139. Go back and read Jeremiah 29, 11. You probably know these. These are very popular scriptures. Jeremiah 1 and 5. And here's the thing. They are popular scriptures. We always say them, yet do we believe them? That is the question. Do you believe it? Perhaps you you think, well, he was talking to Jeremiah. He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to Moses. He wasn't talking to me. He was talking to Abraham. And for goodness sake, the things that he said for them to do and where to go and, and what to do, they were massive requests. They were massive tasks. They were big, big deal things. Big deal things to do. Well, when God has told us to do something, go do this, make this happen, start this, start this business, start this ministry, go over here, go to another city, go to another town, go apply for that job, do this differently, be this way. It doesn't sound like it's a big deal, but in our minds, it's a big deal. And it may feel like it's an insurmountable thing that we can do. But what did God tell each of those folks in the Bible, Abraham, Jeremiah, Moses? What did he tell them? He said, I will be with you. But guess what? He tells us the same thing. Yes, he was talking to those individuals, but he tells us the same thing. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, my brother and sister in Christ. You can. We have to believe it. We have to believe our creator. If he created us, it's like this. Think about it. A person builds a computer. That computer has everything inside of it to do whatever we put and tell it to do. If we press the letter A on our keyboard, the computer has been built to be able to do that. If we speak and we're speaking and and the text is coming out on the screen, 
The computer doesn't say, uh, I'm sorry, I can't do that. The only time it will say that is if we're not clear with what we have put in. But is God ever unclear? Yeah, he is sometimes. It, it seems like it. But what we have to do, we have to seek his face. We have to stay in his face and say, okay, I want to make sure that this is God. I want to make sure that it is him that is speaking to me. I want to make sure that I'm hearing him clearly. So we want to spend time in his word. This is how we can confirm whether or not God is actually telling us to do something that we think that is just totally impossible to do. God made a, um, what's the word? He showed himself really strong to these folks, to Jeremiah, to Moses, to Abraham. He showed himself strong to these people. But guess what? He wants to show himself strong to us. In the Bible, it tells us God is looking for someone. He searches all over for someone that he can show himself strong to. Somebody who will believe him. Somebody that will truly take him at his word and run with it. Moses, he was one that said, I can't. Jeremiah, he said, I can't. Jeremiah thought that he was too young. He was inexperienced. He couldn't do, couldn't possibly do, couldn't possibly be a prophet. It's like, God, I know you're not talking to me. I'm just a kid. What can I possibly do? But God is telling him, don't say that you are a youth. Don't say that. You can, and I will be with you. So I'm telling you, and I'm telling myself too, because everybody does this. When God says, yes, you can, we should say, yes, I can, because God is with me. And he said he would never leave me nor forsake me. He's telling you, I am with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I am with you. And because I am with you, you can. You see, this confidence, where do we place it? If we place it just on ourselves, then we're definitely going to fail. You see, there's one thing to have self-confidence. There's another thing to have Godfidence. Godfidence. If we if if we are always looking at what we can do, we're really going to fail because the Bible tells us in John that apart from Christ, apart from God, we can do nothing. So we cannot put our confidence in ourselves unless we put our confidence in God. With God, we can do all things. With Christ, he strengthens us so that we can do all things. With God, all things are possible. So that's the first way I want to focus on this topic of changing our focus from the can't to the can. Now, you know, I like to make you think. I love the word of God. I love the word of God. There's so many things that we can learn from it. That topic, focus and changing rather your focus from the can't to the can. Let's go to Genesis. Let's go back to Eden. You know, I like to take you somewhere. 
<laughs> Let's go to Genesis, the second chapter. And we're going to look at this changing your focus from the can't to the can in another light. And then I'll, I'll be gone. I won't keep you long. Thank you for listening. Thank you again for joining this podcast, the Light Post Podcast. We're shedding light. And I'm so glad that you are here. Genesis 2.16. Go get your Bible. If you got it, pull it up. It says, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. Verse 17. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, it says, Every tree of the garden, you can eat freely. Get your fill. Eat all day. It doesn't matter. Freely eat all these trees, every tree of the garden. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which was in the midst of the garden, which we shall read in just a moment, because I'm going to take you somewhere. You shall not eat. What is he saying? He's given a command. Basically, you can eat here, but you can't eat there. If you eat this, of the tree of the of the tree of good and evil, knowledge of good and evil, you shall die. You shall surely die the day that you eat of it. So that's a can't. Now, God has given free will. But think about this. When you were growing up, didn't you have rules and regulations? You can do this. But you can't do that. You can eat this, but you can't eat that. You can eat your dessert, but no, you can eat your dinner now, (laughs) but you can't eat your dessert first. You can eat your dessert, but you can't eat your dessert first. You get where I'm going. You get where I'm going. There were rules and there were different things that you could and couldn't do. Well, It's the can't that many times is given for our protection, right? Parents, parents out there, grandparents, whoever, you know, it's like this, even on a job, you, you can, you don't have to wear your hard hat in this area of the works, the workshop, the work site on a construction site, but over here you can. Why? It's like you can't have your hat, hard hat on in this area. You can't have it. You cannot have it on. In other words, you cannot have it on. You have to have it on. Let me give another example. I think you get what I'm talking about. You can do this, but you can't do that. There's a reason why God said you can't do that. If you do that, you will surely die. It was for their protection. It was for their protection. But you can eat here. This is okay. This is good. I'm telling you, this is good. So you can do this. But look, you can't do that because that's not good. You'll surely die. I think I have made that point pretty clear. There are rules and the rules are there for a reason. Now, let's go down to Genesis, the third chapter. And this is where it's going to get really interesting. 
Perhaps you may not have ever thought about this this way, but God, like I said, is so amazing. When we study the word of God, it is truly light. Light is being casted and it's because of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I was reading and I was, I, I, you know, I get these topics, I get these titles in my head. And then it's like many times the titles will come and I don't have not a inch of what I'm supposed to say, but he gives them. And he took me here in Genesis. So now let's go to Genesis, the third chapter, and we're going to start in verse one. This is going to be really something. This is going to really just like, you'll be like, oh my gosh, wow. If if you don't, well, I'm going to say wow for you uh, because it really is a wow moment. So anyway, it says in verse one, Chapter three, Genesis. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field, which of the Lord, which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Can you just imagine how he was sounding just as tempting as he could be Mm -hmm. more cunning? The serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field. Verse two, and the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, verse four, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the days you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Now, I want to take you somewhere. We're almost there. We're about to we're about to get our final destination. Y'all, it's been a ride. I know you're like, well, we'll get there. Why don't you? I'm there. I'm going to tell you. What did the serpent do? Right from the beginning, he started with what God said they can't do. He started on the can't. He put the woman's focus on the can't, the can't of what God said, the can't. Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? He went immediately to the can't. This is what the devil does. And this is another angle of the focusing on the focusing, changing our focus from the can't to the can. The enemy immediately wants us to focus on the can't because there are several reasons. He wants us to focus on what God says not to do. Why? Obviously why? He's the devil. He rebelled against God. He focused on the can't. He focused on the can't. You can't be God. He wanted to be God. He focused on the can't of what he can't do, can't be. He focused on that because he wanted to be that. He wanted to be God. He wanted to be the one that was worshiped. So he wants us to do the same thing. He focuses on the can't. Therefore, he causes and tempts 
and asks these little questions and he puts in this like, you know, you can do that. You can do that. It's just like when we were kids, you know, and even I dare say even adults where somebody, you know, you can't do that. The rules have been laid out. Somebody has said, you can't do that. You can do this, but you can't do that. But then peer pressure will set in, right? And somebody says, "Uh, are you going to do what they told you to do? Are you, I mean, you know, why are you going to do that? I don't know what they say nowadays. I'm sorry. You might be younger and you might be saying, you know, well, this is the slang. This is what they say. I'm sorry. I don't know. But the bottom line is the same thing. It's the same game. The person who wants you to rebel gets you to focus on the can't. That is a revelation, y'all. That's what the devil does. He wants us to also focus on our own strength, our own understanding, our own. He wants us to think for ourselves without God in the picture. He wants us to focus on the can't. We can't do anything without God. Well, the enemy will get you to focus on in his own little way to pump up pride. Okay. To pump up pride, to get you to think and try to operate in your own understanding. But what does Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says? Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Do not lean to your own understanding. That's a can't. That's a can't. We have the will to lean on our own understanding, but it is a can't. And the can't is there for our protection, for our good. But the devil wants us to focus on the can't. God wants us to change that focus and focus on the things that we can do. The things that we can do is stay in his presence. The things that we can do is all of these things in Matthew 5. Blessed are you. It's not easy to turn the other cheek when somebody has hit you on that cheek. It's not easy to pray for those that persecute you. It's not. But these are the things that we are actually to do. We can do. We can do. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. With God, we can do the impossible. Jesus said, greater works shall you do. Greater works we can do with Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit in us. The devil doesn't want us to focus on the can of what God says. He wants us to focus on the can't. My brother and sister in Christ, I want to encourage you. And I hope that this has encouraged you. I hope that this has indeed enlightened you, has indeed shed some light on your mindset, on your mind, on your way of thinking. Don't allow the devil to tempt you 
into just, you can't, we can't. Now, here's the other thing. Because he's going to tempt us. I'm going to retract that. Don't let, don't allow him to tempt you. He's going to try it because that's what he does. Okay. He wants to steal. He wants to kill. He wants to destroy all kinds of scripture has been given here tonight. Today, whatever time you're listening to this podcast, the point that is that, that, that we have to get in our heads is this through Christ, we can do all things by the power of the Holy spirit. We can do greater things than what even Jesus and the disciples did. We can do that because we have the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus went away so that the Holy Spirit can come and be with us and we would be empowered by the Spirit of God. With that power, we can. Without that power, we can't. The devil wants us to focus on the can't. Don't believe him. Don't focus on the can't focus on the can. And by the more we focus on the can, the more you focus on the can of what God says that you will and can do with him. So I hope that this has been enlightening to you again. I, it was a wower. It was a wower. Yeah. I made a word. It's, it was a wower. Um, I, I make up words. Sometimes I blend words. Don't you do it? I know you do it. I'm not the only one. This was a wower, a wowser. It was an eye opening. It was a light shining down on me. And I pray that it has been the same for you today. So focus again. I encourage you focus on the can change your focus from the can't to the can of what God says. You will be blessed. It will change your life. It will change your world. And that's what God wants. He wants to be in your world. With him, your world can change. Without him, it can't. Focus on the can, not the can't. Change your focus from the can't to the can. <laughs> so I'm going to let it go. That's just something that wowed me out, y'all. It really did. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of the Light Post Podcast. This is a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org. Guiding Light Church on Facebook or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. Until next time, I pray that you have a wonderful, wonderful day or night or whatever it is that you were doing. But I pray that you will take this message with you and just chew on it a little bit. And hey, when you're on YouTube, make sure you like, make sure you comment, make sure you share it so that other people can get this and share this website the Light Post Podcast. Share this podcast. Somebody needs to be wowed just like you have been, or at least I pray you have been. Take care now. Until the next one, be blessed.